Got it out of your system now? Yeah. We can start the show? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. You're going to have to start muting yeah. your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Buddha's Bar and Grill podcast, courtesy of BuddhasBarandGrill.com, the podcast that requires a two-drink minimum before starting. This is Roger, and I'll be running you through this mess, and joining me from the land of cupcakes and pina coladas, uh, Sean from VisualBomb.com is back for another round of abuse. Sean, welcome back. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. That was, you wouldn't have heard it, but that's going to be the Castle Crashers music at the top. Same as last week, uh, just different scenes um, because I finished the game off. My son and I, my youngest and I finished it off. So we just had a hell of a time. We we both finished it off on separate days on uh, on the weekend. And I have to say it's probably one of the trippiest endings to a game. I, I, I'd go so far as to say ever seen. It's just... <laughs> Unbelievable. How many the, hours do you have pumped into that already? You know what? Um, well, he's been playing it a lot more than I have. Um, if you if you kind of plow through it, you can get... And, and see, just to explain further for anybody who hasn't played it, you, um, you start off with your four characters and then you can unlock more characters as you go through. But if you're only going through with one character, well, you're not going to get the full extent of the game. You're not really going to get much out of it because you're going to be done fairly fast. Um, uh-huh. I don't know how many hours it would take you, but, I mean, we're not talking... It's not going to take you weeks to do. But the beauty of it is unlocking the new characters and playing with other people and whatnot. We've put in quite a few hours. Like, I, I haven't put in as many as uh, as my youngest, but we between the two of us, we've put in, oh, hell, lots Lots of hours. <laughs> not, yeah, it's not an exaggeration. Um, but he's been unlocking other characters. And then you unlock different weapons. Well, not unlock, but you find different weapons and different pets and all manner of things. And um, and so because you're always trying the different characters and the different builds and whatnot, you, 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 there's a lot of gameplay. And um, and he finished his first one on Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday. Um I'd gone off to walk the the dog, and then when I came back, he was playing. I told him he could play while I was gone, and I didn't realize he was actually playing. Um, he was that close to done. I hadn't been keeping up with how far he was in the game, and then so I saw him fighting a boss, and like throughout the game, it's fun to actually watch this game. Like it's fun to play it and whatnot, but it's fun to watch it just because of the crap that you see. like. One of the bosses is a, a cob of corn. Literally, with Jeez. a straw sticking out of his mouth like a farmer that hits you with the the, the stalks. Um, there's all manner of the the trippiest crap you can imagine in this game, and so he's it's fighting this the way of Mario. Then, oh man, like the giant man. cactuses and everything. Mario's got nothing on this. Like, let's be like <laughs> some of the crap. Case in point. So he gets through the the, the 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 last boss, which is a hell of a fight in and of itself. They did a good job giving you a last boss because it's it's hard. And there's different stages, and I'm thinking, my God, this is like an Ixian. Wow, there's like different stages to go through to beat him, and um, and so he finally finishes it off. And I I was sitting down beside him, and I just grabbed my iPhone, and I was uh, I was playing Spore, and uh, and so I didn't think to take pictures of the final fight. But then when I realized that's it, he's done. I started snapping shots. I put those shots up on the blog if anybody wants to see them. But so 
I'm watching him go, and I'm taking pictures, and the guy kind of falls onto the, the, the crystal that is taken at the beginning of the game by the bad guy. Rides all the way back with the last princess in his arms. He gets back to where you start the game, drops off the princess, and there's like the whole party going on. After you rescue each princess, you give them a kiss. And so when you go to give the last princess a kiss, her veil goes up. She's got clown makeup on. Her hair puffs out like a clown. She's got these big clown shoes. And these trippy 60s-style flowers start appearing on your screen. Cats start going up and down and being shot across the screen. Penguins are all on the sides of the screen, top, bottom, all over the place. They were dropping acid. I mean, there's no ex- <laughs> there's no other explanation. It just is. <laughs> it was the perfect ending to the game. I will give it that though, because it just made absolutely no sense, just right out of left field. <laughs> so he finished it off on Sunday, and then I was reasonably close with the the one character, the main character I was playing, which was the um, the elemental um, electricity guy, and so he ran me through. Well, we both ran through. Actually, he had another a thief, mainly an archer. So we ran through it together on um, on Monday, and both got through. So we unlocked some different characters that we're now going to play through. The, the, again, the beauty of the game is that, like, I'm still having a blast playing it with the different characters, even though I've already finished it. And once you get a handle on the different levels and whatnot, it's kind of fun because you can just pop into a level that you know, like fighting the giant cat in the water kind of thing, or these... Again, the 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 weird thing like the bear crapping himself that level, the thief level, or <laughs> there's oh best one though best one except for the ending, but best level. There's one area where you're going through like a, a, a desert area, and there's these fighters that you have to 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 go through, and there's scorpions and there's all kinds of things, and very much like Egyptian Arab theme kind of thing. At the end, there's no boss to fight. To finish that level, on top of one of the buildings, there's a beach volleyball kind of court, and you have to play against them. (laughs) Except it's not a volleyball. It's a giant, like a a beach ball. And it's this court, and you have to play to to win the level. So, so yeah. So, anyway, so, yeah, we finished it together the day after, and uh, and it's just been a blast. It's... uh, Considering how much, I think it was what, fifteen hundred gamer points or points to buy MS points. I can't remember exactly. It was around that fifteen or eighteen. I can't remember, or maybe even less. It wound up being just shy of twenty bucks, anyways, around that price range. And frankly, for the amount that we've played it, we've more than gotten our money out of it. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if I ever get an Xbox Three Sixty, I'll have to give it a shot. You know what I um. When we first picked up our uh, our PS3, now we picked that up, I guess over a year ago now. We uh, I shouldn't say first; we only have the one. But <laughs> but when we picked up the PS3, it was a, it was a kind of a debate. Okay, what are we going to get here? Are we going to get a 360? Or are we going to get a PS3? And I know that you read a lot about that online and f- which one's better and whatnot. And in terms of entertainment. Uh, media center kind of thing obviously the ps3 wins um the main problem i had with the 360 was of course the overheating and the the poor design so i didn't want a system that i knew i'd have to just return because something went wrong with it anyways and at the time they didn't have yet the systems out that had the new chip that was that ran cooler so it was one of those you know what ps3 is a better deal at the moment and i still really 
really like our PS3, and I know that the PS3 has more life to it in the long run. I'm going to get more out of it. I still use it. I It's on more than the 360 because we use it as a media center as well for downloaded shows and for Blu-ray player as well. And there are some games, obviously, that we play on it. And there's game, some games coming out that is that are going to take up a hell of a lot of our time. Like, I'm planning on getting Fallout 3 for the PS3, and then there's Little Big Planet, which is going to eat up basically all of my free time. Um, and those are obviously PS3. But in terms of just turn on a system and play, I find we're playing more the 360. There's more games that are, um, well, like the arcade games that are just very small, very fast games to load up, just pop in, pop out kind of thing, like my wife's playing Puzzle Quest right now, so which I bought and got the expansion that came out not that long before it, and uh, it's one of those games, pop in, boom, do your stuff, stuff and get out. And uh, <laughs> likewise with this, the um, Castle Crashers, and then during the summer too, there was some other ones like Braid and some other really good games that came out that really weren't that expensive. So... Um, so I don't want to say I prefer one over the other, but in terms of like which system is on more often than not, right now it is the 360 that's getting more more gameplay time. PS3 will have its day eventually. I mean, when I picked up the Xbox original way back when, when it first came out, there's barely crap on the um, system. So I eventually s- sold it, got rid of it, and didn't even bother having a console system. Then all the good games started coming out like in swarms, and I was so pissed because I sold it for not even a third of what I bought it for. <laughs> Jesus. Well, we actually still have our legacy Xbox and our legacy PS2, and they're still hooked up to a TV downstairs, the old uh, 29-inch CRT that we have. When we got the <laughs> new um, LCD upstairs, I set up the old system in the basement by my gym so that I could play games or watch shows while I'm down there. Because our Xbox, I'd gotten it modded, so I used, and I used to use it quite a bit as a media center as well before we got the PS3, because it's fantastic media center and so that's what i use it for mainly right now but pff, that that legacy xbox is on pretty much every day oh, so yeah it's got some legs it, it's uh well to the point where i'm actually looking at hawk shops to see if i can find one a decent price that i can then get modded because i would ideally like to pick up another one get it modded slap in a decent size hard drive in it and set it up at my folks house because they don't live in the same city as me. But if I set it up and then I set it up their their router with a DMZ straight to it, I could actually download shows and send it to them from where I am, which would be nice for them because then they wouldn't have to worry. If there's something they're interested in watching, I could just send it over. So it's it, it, it does have a lot of life still left in it, just in different ways than they were expecting. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So you were, um, well, not just you, I was reading it too. We're reading about the the Jack Thompson stuff that just came out today as well. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, it's all I have to really say about <laughs> that. I mean, a lot of people are saying, you know, show him some, some respect. He just lost his livelihood. Show but some respect? You're kidding he me. He brought it on himself. I mean, yeah, no kidding. Right on to himself. He's been in so much crap. He's had a bad habit of when a school shooting happens, he'll go gather the parents circle them all up and just exploit them and be like oh the video games made him do this look at these bad parents you know they're all sad now it's like do you have no humanity left in you yeah see that's why i got no respect for him i, I pff, don't don't expect any any respect when the, you're treating victims like this no not at all 
and he's permanently he's permanently disbarred. Yeah, but they were saying lawyer. Yeah, but they were saying too that he can try to uh, to get a retrial. It'd be pretty touch and go, but he could try if he wanted to. He'll probably try, knowing him. Oh yeah, but the problem is too is that they were saying that um, he filed for a petition, but because they had told him that they would not accept anything from him directly, it had to come from another lawyer, that they they just didn't accept it. So yeah. you, you know damn well he's going to use that. The problem is is that he's going to have to find another lawyer dumb enough to take the the, the, the case, um, which, I mean, that might very well not be too hard to do. There's there's a bunch of them that, that are, I, like, he's just the most vocal. Just like any other profession, you know, there's going to be a lot of sleaze bags there that are willing to jump this and and get get it as a publicity stunt. But he's like shock value. He goes a little bit too far. I mean, Rockstar actually had to get a restraining order against yeah. him. Yeah. Well, leave you, them alone. You if know? you read some of the letters that he sent them, it's not surprising. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, no, and then some of the stuff that he pulled off too, um, with the courts. Like when he was sending him the um, the in court documents the offensive sexual material and stuff like that and and images and videos and you're going like <laughs> who does that? You can't, Jack Thompson. Yeah, you can't. Expe- you can't expect that you're going to to. I'm not saying that that you know judges can be swayed one way or another, but let's be honest. You start insulting a judge. Don't expect that they're going to try their best to help you. And, yeah. I mean, I'm not that naive that I don't think that there's some of the good old boys club in there just like any other profession. I'm sure that if you are a good lawyer, they're going to look out for you. They're going to do what they can to keep you there kind of thing. I, again, I think it'd be naive. To, like, I, I understand that, yeah, there's justice and there's there's rules that you can't go over. But... You know damn well that if a cop screws up, the other cops are going to try to help him. Yeah. That's just the way it is. I I firmly believe that the same thing applies to almost every profession. It certainly applies there. But if you start insulting <laughs> the judge and the, the other lawyers and saying that they're crooked and this and that, I I really <laughs> don't expect any, any help from them afterwards. No kidding. He dug his own grave. Oh, big time. Yeah. Big time. The only person next is to uh, get you bull to stop making movies. All right then. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I uh, I'm curious to see what his next step is going to be because it's obvious he's going to do something. Um, it, I'm just curious how flamboyant he is going to be about it. They're saying that the only thing he can really do aside from the petition and uh, trying to get a retrial is just open his own non uh, nonprofit group. That's the only thing he can do to even try to get his point across. Yeah. Well, he's going to still be in the media. I mean, you can't just because you take his 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 livelihood, like you said, away is certainly not going to stop him. Just because he's not a lawyer anymore is not going to stop him from doing this. No, definitely not. No, he's going to be just as vocal. But now, <laughs> the, the he's thing, less powerful now. <laughs> well, that's the thing. And do you is there anybody who really found him to be a powerful figure against like yes he was a very loud figure against violence in video games and whatnot but was he actually a powerful did anything he do actually have any impact on the gaming industry in terms of making people change things or tone down or whatever uh, sort of i mean and he didn't accomplish what his goals were but what he was doing was slowing down and wasting people's time, wasting um, gaming companies' monies. He was actually 
held back the release of Bully because he wanted to see the full game and he brought the full game to court before it even got released because he uh, challenged the uh, MPAA rating, I believe. Right. Not MPAA, um, ESRB rating, and it pushed back the release date of that just because of him. I mean, he was just pissing away Rockstar's time like no tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's, that is true. Yeah. And, well, I don't know. I Again, I don't know how much how much power he'll have now. Um, I think he'll probably continue to be as loud as always, but I really, I don't know how much more he can do. It's not like he can start going after um, victims of violent crimes and have any kind of, it's not a sales pitch anymore of, here, let me represent you because I can try to win you a lot of money because these gaming companies have a lot of dough in their pockets kind of thing. Um, It's going to be more of a media splash at that point. Yeah. So I don't know how much more effective. Again, and 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 his credibility is not that he ever had that much, but credibility is out the window. So yeah, permanently gone, yeah. along with his disbarment. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how much more he. I don't know how much more damage he can do. He. I think he's going to be for for anybody who did not, uh, or for anybody who knew enough about him, it was a laughing matter whenever something happened it was like that inbred cousin of yours that you know you're wondering what what kind of troubles he gonna get into now <laughs> like yeah. he's playing with a chainsaw maybe he'll lose a leg again so that's the kind of attitude you had like whenever he opened his mouth it was oh god what did he say let me read it whereas yeah. now it's it's just sad it's just like oh, give me a break I, it's over it's done with the inside joke is done who cares <laughs> so anyways so that, and you were reading about the Spore lawsuit. Yeah, that should be interesting. I mean, they have a good backing. I mean, I can read it right now for you. It's, so the plaintiffs of a new class action lawsuit against Spore's publisher EA could have found some use for our toothy objectors as they alleged that the game violates consumer law by including and installing SecureROM, the digital rights management software responsible for many outraged gamers. The complaint, which seeks damages for trespass, interference, and unfair competition, as well as disgorgement of unjust profits, claims that SecureROM is secretly installed to the command and control center of the computer and operated overseeing function and operation on the computer, preventing the computer from operating under circumstances, certain circumstances and or disrupting hardware operations. And I mean, that sounds like they had lawsuits before about secure Rob and they did pass and the uh, people who made the claim did win. So I won't be surprised if this goes through and these people win against DA. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's just been a mess since it started really. And well, you were saying last time how you know the the game was available for for download three days, three days before it was even released. Now part completely of that too, cracked too yeah. completely. Well, see the the cracking. I'm not surprised of that. The the it, 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 I give credit to hackers where it's deserved. They're they're smarter and they have more free time to push to crack whatever is sent their way. And there there's strength in numbers somebody somewhere will figure out how to crack something when it comes out that's just the nature of the beast um now how much of this is is ea responsible for for having allowed you to download the game even before so yes they would have downloaded they would have cracked it anyways once it was out 
but the fact remains they actually allowed people to download it before it was even released so that you could activate it at I, th- I believe it was midnight on the day that it was available so they they let they basically said okay here's a, a pretty box with a lock on it i dare you to crack it try to open it and they did so yeah. that's that's what it boils down to so, and they still didn't take it away later on yeah you know like when your game's already cracked with this good drm game over take it out yeah let the regular uh consumers enjoy the game more than three times yeah there's there's a point where um the the companies have to put some faith in the consumers where you are you're you have some faith that there will be people who will legitimately pay for the game you can put in and this is my opinion you can put some copyright on it for sure um to try to discourage it there was actually a really good penny arcade comic recently i don't know if you read it if you haven't head over to pennyarcade.com with the uh were they talking about the ori- the the origins of um, copy protection, which used to be the the um, the five and a quarter inch discs with a, a a note attached to it saying, "Please don't copy this game." <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah, there's there's a certain amount of copy protection which is understood. Yeah, that's fine. But when you start to cross that line where it is showing a very obvious lack of faith in people that that nobody's going to pay for it and everybody's going to download it. I think you've crossed a line there and you're basically insulting your clientele who's at that point going to say, well, screw you. I'm just going to download the damn thing. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's what they did was they alienated their actual paying base. And I've seen a lot of comments through all these blogs I've been reading. People are saying, you know, I just downloaded it because I don't want to give EA my money who's going to treat their consumers like shit. Yep. Yeah. You know, so technically, they just forced more people to support piracy over their secure quote-unquote game. Yeah, I would have picked it up. I, I mean, I bought the Spore Origins for the iPhones. I do believe in supporting the industry, and like we buy, obviously, we buy games. I buy software. I, I buy movies. I buy music. That's not to say that I don't also procure it through other means but <laughs> I still do support the industry and I'd like to think actually I support it quite a bit that being said on principle alone I'm not buying this game and yeah. even if it would have gotten raving reviews now I can justify it also by saying eh, I'm busy enough with a whole whack load of other games I might not have that much time to play it anyway so it's not a big deal but the fact remains that I'm not giving them my money yeah well, they'll get my money for the iPhone <laughs> Um, so I guess that's a, a win lose there, but uh, but but they're not getting it for this because I I refuse to support that. Well, see that's my thought. Like I said, I go through other means sometimes, but you know if the game is good enough, I'm gonna go out and buy. It. I mean, I remember getting Call of Duty One when it very first came out. I went and played the demo. Within five minutes of playing the demo, I went out and I bought the game. I could have downloaded it, you know, had the whole not a legit copy of it but the game was just that good that i had to go out and buy it you know if you make if they keep making these kind of games you're gonna have less people pirating your game and less people cracking your game because your game is just that damn good yeah well the fact the the the, the fact of the matter is regardless of how hard you try obviously whoever wants it and does not want to pay for it is going to get it so you're gonna have to rely on those people who would buy it one way or another, whether it's copy protected or not, like, to be to be quite honest, if I'm buying a game, I could give a rat's ass what the copy protection is on it. 
and I'm that clientele that pays for games. So, and I'm not the only one. So you're you're just insulting my intelligence by putting something on this because frankly that's not a concern for me and in terms of well it should be a concern for the company because of everybody that would crack it well again we've proven that doesn't matter they're gonna crack it anyways anything they want they're gonna take that's just the nature human nature for for some groups of people some 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 um There's a word I'm looking for, and I can't find it, so we're going to move right along. But yeah, so so I don't know. I Like I said, I, I have no interest in uh, in picking up just based on that, which is too bad because I probably would have played it. I probably would have played it with um, the kids as well. I think the kids would have played it. I know that my eldest daughter has talked about it quite a bit. Um, she would like to pick it up for her laptop. The thing as well that really ticked me off is the fact that you only have the one account per game kind of thing, so... If you're looking at it in terms of a game for a family, well, you you can't because not everybody's going to have the opportunity to make their own characters and do their own thing kind of on it. Well, they actually came out with a patch for that. Oh, Um, did they? Not it's not more than one account. It's one account, but you can make quote unquote sub accounts where it, it would other things would be in your name, but it's one account per game. But like I said, you have the sub accounts. Now I'm not sure if that means that anybody anybody else can play the game and make these sub accounts, or I mean I don't know the exact details on it, but I do know they tried to patch that. Oh, that's pretty uh, new then. Yeah, it's fairly recent. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I, I'll take back that little argument if that if in fact they did that, because that was a big big thing for me that that really ticked me off as well. But it was just DRM, right? Yeah, it's just one thing on top of another. I mean, how many yeah. how many strikes do you need before you finally give up on a game, regardless of how many years it was worked on? Uh, sadly, from a lot of people that I know who played it, it's something that your kids will have a lot more fun playing than you, unless you're a very very casual gamer. Um, yeah. It's a it's fairly disappointing, unless again you're you're a kid. I, I think my kids would probably love it, but yeah. I don't know how much life your I would game- have out of it. Your kids seem kind of hardcore into the gaming. I said, well, your kid, your little uh, oh, the youngest, boy with the Couch Crashers. Yeah, I think he'd still play it, and he would still he would still enjoy it. I think so, because it's right up his alley. In roughly about two hours, I have to say. But, I mean, the first run through is fun. Is fun. The creature, creator is really amazing, and the cell stage is fun, and the creature stage is fun. But after that, it's just kind of... It, they say it insults two genres. Like the first of travel phase is just an insult to the game itself, and the civilization phase is like an RTS just so watered down. Pretty much, you either hug and kiss all the other people and make alliances, or you just build this massive army, kill them all, and then go out right. into space. And so it was it was kind of disappointing, but I mean, a two hour, pretty much all the way to the space stage, real quick. Hmm. I wish it was a lot longer than that. Yeah, well, but that, again, a disappointment that most people had because it was so hyped, which yeah. is, I mean, that's a, a blessing and a curse because you have the hype then that people can't wait to try it and play it, and then, but but that's some big shoes that you got to fill afterwards, so you better have one hell of a game. Yeah, it's Will Wright, too. You yeah. know, the Sim, Sims creator. Yeah. The Sims is more enthralling than Spore. Yeah, oh, and pff, man, played the crap out of Sims, too, and <laughs> first game out, wow, man, yeah. So, I'll just build my guys, though, and put a bunch of chairs in a room with two fireplaces and see how fast they burn. <laughs> put them in a house, take all the doors and windows away. That's the fun. <laughs> so, moving right along, this week, uh, Lego Batman came out. 
And um, I don't know. Did you ever play any of the Lego games, the Star Wars or the Indiana Jones? I played a little bit of Star Wars Legos. Right. It pissed off the entire cantina. That was about the extent of my playing time. Right. Well, that's another one that actually my youngest played right through quite a few times. It was one of those games, too, that whenever his buddies would come over to play, they were playing that, and they were having a blast. I watched <laughs> him play that one, but I actually I didn't fool around with it too much myself. But when the Indiana Jones came out, see, I'm from my generation, there was the... You were either a Star Wars fanatic or you were an Indiana Jones fanatic kind of thing. Because uh, they were approximately the same time, but very different styles kind of thing. And for me, it was the Indiana Jones. Love the series. Star Wars here, man. Uh, I Star know, Wars. I know. <laughs> but uh, so when the Indiana Jones came out, I was telling the, the wife and kids, yeah, I want that. And Father's Day is coming up. I want that. And so they picked it up for me. And, uh, and it's great because I get to play it with the kids as well. And I haven't finished it off yet. We've been taking our time with it. Um, but it is a lot of fun. It is. It's a blast. Um, they were talking about the, the Lego Batman. That was, uh, well, actually, the, the trailer for it is on the disc for the Indiana Jones. So we got to see it quite a while back. And I will say right now, too, that, like, I love cartoon stuff. I do. I always have, always will. And it's, like... The wife and I will watch different cartoons even without the kids. <laughs> even if the, ki- the kids are a justification so people don't think we're weird because we can watch it with them too. But like, I love all the Batman series. We'll watch them with the kids. Everything from the, um, the, the new Batman that's out to the Batman Beyond that was out and all those. I love those shows. They're fun. They're, 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 they're very cool. So you would think that I'd be a little bit more hyped for the Lego Batman, but there's something about it that... Ugh, I don't know. It doesn't quite feel right. It, I mean, it's it's getting decent reviews too. Um, overall, like nothing extravagant, but it's getting decent reviews. And I don't know if it's just that I don't, f- I don't feel that the 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 IP of Batman being that it's such a dark kind of character and whatnot, that that is a little too stripped down and watered down and and made into this farcical kind of lego thing so i don't know if that's what it is it doesn't i don't find it translates well into lego and but i do i do think like you can't help but think of okay what would translate well into lego what what kind of things which if they said we're coming up with this would i be in line to get now i know that i was talking to you about this before um we decided to 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 go with this theme for tonight and i was telling you that we should do some top tens. So I'll let you go first. And what we're going to do is we're thinking about what top ten movies we'd like to see turned into Legos. What top ten um, TV shows would be fun. And what top ten games. And it's interesting because like some of it, I know for me, and I'm going to assume for you too, are, are games that, well, movies or TV shows or whatever, that would appeal a lot more to adults than they would kids. I don't know if you found the same thing, but when I'm writing my list, I'm thinking, this would be amazing. And the thing to keep in mind too, of course, is that you have a lot more, um, a lot more adult gamers as our generation is getting older. Um, and by our generation, I mean mine, not yours. (laughs) But, uh, as we're getting older and we were those original gamers kind of thing, there's a lot of things that they can do where they can take an IP like Lego and toss in something that would not necessarily be appropriate for kids and still manage to make a buck because enough adults would buy it. 
So I'll let you go first with your top ten for the movies and uh, giving you your rationale for them. Uh, well. Starting at ten and working to your, your favorite. The problem with that, there was a lot of minor uh, movie-to-game remakes, so I kind of cheated a little bit here. All right, go um, ahead. Ten would be Max Payne. I definitely would love to see a Max Payne a Lego. I just think it'd be funny. Just the way they portrayed different scenes. Um, I mean, the game itself was like a movie. And I'd love to see bullet time Lego style. Yeah. And uh, number nine, A Christmas Story. Not that it would make really a great wow. game. Wow. Interesting. You know, that'd, it'd be different. Yeah. You know? uh, number eight and seven. I was kind of mixed on these things. Uh, Hot Fuzz for eight. <laughs> and Shaun of the Dead for seven. Dude, Shaun of the Dead would be phenomenal. I'm not so sure about Hot, um, Hot Fuzz, but Shaun of the Dead, good call. Yeah, definitely. Um, number six would be Old School. Okay. You ever seen Old School? No. Nope. Will Ferrell? Nope. Oh, man. Well, Will Ferrell decides to go naked streaking in that. I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Lego style. Um, Jagass for number five. Uh, Actually, yeah, that would... Well, that'd be very much like the uh, uh, pain game on uh, PSN that you can get, where it's just this ridiculous kind of toss him in the air and see what he hits kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Underworld for number four. Interesting concept. Bad movie, but interesting concept. So it would translate well. Don't be hating. Oh, come on. (laughs) <laughs> number three predator obviously and two in one should be obvious george a romero's uh dawn of the dead and george a romero's night of the living dead for number one yep yeah those would be very good again you've got some though that would be things that would appeal more to adults than to kids Oh, definitely Lego zombies. Come on. You could still sell it as a kid's game and then toss yeah. in some humor that is obviously more geared towards adults. I mean, you see that a lot in cartoons right now, too, where there's going to be jokes or whatever that the kids look up to the adults and wonder why they're laughing. And you could do the same thing in these things. Well, look at Shrek. I mean, Shrek does oh, that yeah. perfect. Yep, yeah. All right, for mine, my number 10 was actually a terrible movie. And really bad game, too. But the book was phenomenal. And it's Aragon. Um, the cons- Never saw it. The- oh, it's terrible. Don't watch it. I- okay, good. <laughs> we, uh, we bought the book for... Um, bought it for my eldest daughter. And it had just come out, the first one. And she read through it in no time at all. And then we bought her to the second one. And so... And then the other kids started reading it as well. And finally... I read it as well, and though it's a, a book that's geared to a like teenager's age, um, kind of like uh, the Harry Potter things, it yeah. still is same as the Harry Potters. You have a lot of people that are adults that read it that absolutely love it because it's not a dumbed down. Uh, it wasn't written in a dumbed down way. Um, I shouldn't say that all books for teens are, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> and the books are absolutely phenomenal to the point where the third one just recently came out, and I'm buying it so that I can read it. I enjoyed them a lot. The concept of the the dragon riders and things like that. I mean, again, picture a huge Lego dragon that you get to ride around on and do things. I think it would be very cool. And then you toss in the, the different magic that's in the, the the book and whatnot. And I think that it would adapt a lot better as a Lego game than it did as 
when they tried to do the crap ass game that really tanked <laughs> poorly. It was terrible, terrible, terrible. But I think this would work. Uh, for number nine, I've got the Back to the Future series. That'd be kind of fun. Just to see the DeLorean as a Lego. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, and even though the second and the third one were bad, um, I think that it would translate well again in terms of Lego. There's a lot of things you can get away with Lego-wise that you wouldn't be able to in a movie just because, again, well, the movie crap was... was the, the second and third ones were terrible. But I think they could pull it off as Legos. Uh, number eight, I've got Austin Powers. <laughs> I think that would be definitely... Just to see a, a Dr. Evil and a mini-me, um, if you geared it again more towards adults... And the, the the sharks with the freaking lasers on their heads. <laughs> Killer. That would just be fantastic. Um, I was talking to a couple of people over the course of the week when I, I got the idea to do this. And I was kind of saying, okay, what would you think for different Lego things? And they're gamer friends of mine. And uh, one of them was saying the James, Bo- James Bond, obviously, would be kind of cool. But I think that the Austin Powers would be better and would lend itself better because of the quirky humor that's in it. I think yeah. it'd be more fun. Uh, number seven, I've got Spider-Man. Because, again, you take the trilogy and um, kind of like that's what they did with the other ones, too. It's separated in the trilogy kind of thing. Um, even though they butchered the last one. Even though the third one was a travesty, um, <laughs> it would it would lend itself well to Lego. Excuse me, when you look at how bad it was, but if you look at the concepts of fighting all the different villains and whatnot, would be a ton of fun with a game, like with a Lego game. Christ, that'd be just, uh, that would be fantastic. Uh, six, I've got the Terminator series. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. If you got all the, well, same as your Predator, all the potential humor for the Arnold jokes. I mean, for the adults <laughs> to get in, the, <laughs> the kids won't, but you know. Governators coming to kill everybody. That'd be that'd be fantastic. Uh, five. I've got the Godfather trilogy, which um, again more geared towards adults for sure. But I mean that would be great. Like <laughs> a Marlon Brando Godfather Lego. Oh, dude, that would just be hilarious. And then the if you look at it in terms of the um, the scenery that they'd need for it, like that gritty old style everything the old cars the old tommy guns everything yeah i think it'd be pretty sweet pretty sweet uh four i've got lord of the rings series yeah i can see that too which you could probably bump up higher on the list but my top three i'm pretty I, i like them but i mean the lord of the rings would really lend itself well i mean the only problem i think they'd have would be with the epic battle scenes just because you'd have so much going on on the screen, you'd have to really limit it because they're they're pretty clunky little Legos. So <laughs> it just wouldn't look the best. But I mean, it, it would still look pretty cool. Alternatively, there's the um, the Chronicles of Narnia would be pretty sweet too. And then you got the option of the different animals and whatnot that you put on there. So that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. For three, I've got the Matrix. So <laughs> I mean, Neo as a Lego. Neo and Carrie yeah. Ann Moss as Legos. And all the Keanu Reeves jokes. All the Keanu and and the uh, the trench coats and the leather <laughs> and the uh, the well the bullet time, stop time, everything. I mean that'd be pretty sweet. I actually I think that would 
lend itself really, really well if you follow through the series as well. I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> and the top one for me would be the the um, X Men. If they took the X Men and turned it into uh, a Lego game, I'd be there on the day it was released. And didn't murder the storyline with it. It's pretty hard to murder a storyline in terms of Legos. I mean, just give them cool abilities and stuff like that, and yeah. you got yourself a winner. And uh, but just to play the 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 like play Wolverine as a uh, as a Lego. <laughs> well, you got Juggernaut too. Yeah, it would just it would be pretty sweet. <laughs> so for TV, what you got? TV was an extremely tough one because I don't watch a lot of TV. Right. Uh, I'm going to go number one down. Uh, number one would definitely be Family Guy. Right. you got to have a Family Guy one. Uh, number two... As long as they gonna... have death. As, as long as they have death. Yeah, as long as you well, can have death as well. You have so many characters in that. I mean, you could just keep going on with that. See, that's no that's something that I would like to see. Like the, um, A lot of the Lego ones don't have the... Um, there's no voices. It's all the mumbled kind of Sims talk kind of thing. Yeah. It'd be cool to have real voice acting for something like that. Well, Family Guy, you got Seth MacFarlane who makes like half the voices already on there. Yeah. That'd be fantastic if he did that. Um, number two, you're going to hate me, Avatar. Oh, I had it on my list and I took it <laughs> off. I did. I had it on the list and uh, and then I took it off because I, there was some other ones that I thought would be better. I mean, that would just be neat. I mean, seeing a Lego Earth and a Lego Fire and a Lego... Oh, yeah. You know, no, I, I, I'd say that great minds think alike were not so self-deprecating. But, yeah, I uh, I think that'd be very, very cool. Number three, I don't... Very few people will probably get this. is Upright Citizens Brigade. It's a show that's not no longer on the air. It was very reminiscent of Kids in the Hall. Hmm. But they had recurring characters on the show right. like spaghetti jesus and um the most the lethal weapon in the show was uh poop on a stick <laughs> so it's just it's stuff like that and i think that would be absolutely just hilarious right uh, number four is a given simpsons right um, i'm not a big fan of the show anymore but i think it would go far in a game i played one of the games a while ago and it would just it was great so i think they could go far same thing with family guy you know right. they got so many characters you just keep going on with that. Well, definitely. the storyline can go on forever, yeah, because you can do anything oh, yeah. you want with it. Um, what number was that? Was four, four, five would be Drake and Josh. I don't know if you've seen that Nickelodeon. It's just a favorite show of mine. I'd love to see. It. I've only seen part of it. I've never actually sat through a whole episode. Oh, you got to sit through a whole episode. Okay, that one. That one's geared towards more. It's more kid oriented, but it has a lot of adult humor added onto it that's kind of hinting at different things and number six the office yeah. i'm sure you have that one on there too you know what i had it and i took it off um really yeah it was it was hard to narrow my list down because there was a lot of them that i kept um putting on then i take off and then i think of something else and take that off and put it on and so yeah but it was on my it's on my short list of miscellaneous <laughs> others see mine are all like little niches of shows i really love and then some that i think would make good um number eight would be battlestar galactica on my list as well i haven't seen a single show but i've heard all my friends raving about it and all the different things that's going on in it i mean i could pretty much 
be caught up with the show from all my friends talking about it. If you look at how expansive the game would be, the only problem would be that it would have a, a, a very, very similar feel to it um, as the Star Wars, just by the very nature that it's a sci-fi kind of in the Battlestar kind of uh, adventure. But if you, if they, that would be one that they'd really have to drive the quests and the plot line through it couldn't be very loose it would have to be something that is a fairly intricate part of the story i think because um it's not just a very simple kind of shoot 'em up it's you'd have to you'd have to be able to explain how some of the legos are actually cylons kind of thing. it's like it looks like a lego but it's a robot underneath but it's a robot lego but it's a robot but yeah it is on my list it would be fantastic on my ninth was X Files. Ooh, you know what? I never even thought of that. Yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd makes... be sweet. And number ten would be definitely adult, and again, it's one of my niche shows I really love as uh, Millennium. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> man. Just I imagine a Millennium Legos. You got a little Lego serial killer running around. You need that voice too, though. For Christ, I can't remember his name now. Frank. 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 Okay. You, yeah, okay. you need that voice. That would just be fantastic. I didn't even thought of that. <laughs> we used to watch that like crazy until oh, yeah. what was it? I think the fifth or sixth season they had new writers, and it went down the toilet from that point on. It was nowhere near as good after that. Um, but those first, I think it was the first four seasons, were among the best TV that there is. Period. Oh yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. Very cool. Well, my ten, top ten, <coughs> pardon me. Um, I again, I, I did a lot of kind of uh, taking stuff off, putting stuff back, and and trying to think more so than with the the movies. What what kind of movie? Even if the show wasn't the best, how would it translate well into something to be really really fun? My t- my number ten is Alias, just because of the the intrigue the. The, the spy kind of aspect and because she kind of changed the way she looked all the time so that'd be kind of cool as Legos you're you're changing your outfit your wig your everything kind of thing and infiltrating different places I think that'd be kind of fun <laughs> um, my number nine would just be it's a, a a guilty pleasure back from way back when would be a Magnum P.I. just to have a Ferrari Lego that would just be a blast and they could do quite a bit with it too. I think they could have fun with it. Um, along the lines of the car again, number eight, put Knight Rider on, <laughs> just to have Kid as a Lego and to do a whole bunch of quests. And if you had Hasselhoff too, with the the button down shirt with the hairy chest as a Lego, that would be too funny. And a <laughs> lot of room for inside jokes there too that people, the adults would get. Uh, number seven, I had CSI. Hmm. If you could blend. The three main CSIs, the New York, the Miami, and the the Vegas one, so that the characters are all there, and as you're doing different quests, you're you're intermingling intermingling the characters and whatnot. Like they have to go to a, a common place to to work together. Um, they had a couple of episodes where they did that that were very very cool. It's it's like any other show where when they they merge together and they do little cameos. It's fun to see. I think yeah. it'd be pretty sweet. And it would be a game, too, that would be, again, you're solving a murder or whatever. You could do basically anything you want. And especially if you're looking at it in terms of 
the Miami crew, well, they're already comical enough <laughs> as is that turning them into Lego wouldn't be that much of a stretch. You know, David Caruso <laughs> is a Lego with the glasses. Yeah. Priceless. That would just be... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'd definitely play that. Uh, six, I've got heroes. Again, yeah, you're that, looking at the, the, you know, hero abilities like the X-Men kind of thing. Yeah, it's a given. Definitely. So it would be very cool. It's... Uh, Actually, I haven't started watching the uh, the new season yet. I've got it PVR'd, and it's been hell trying not to read what's happened because everybody seems to think that, you know, even though it's not even a week yet, they can post their spoilers, and it's uh, been seen it all over Twitter. It's, uh, yes, Mr. Scott Johnson, if you're listening, I'm talking to you. But uh, <laughs> it's hard not to read the spoilers, and I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I'm not. I'm actually not watching it till tomorrow because I'm waiting for my my eldest daughter. She's been working late nights, and tomorrow's her day off, so we're gonna watch it together. But again, I think it would be a pretty cool uh, Lego game. My five is Battlestar Galactica. Um, four, I've got uh, Justice League. Again, Ooh, that's old school cartoon. Oh, actually, they've. They keep releasing new Justice League cartoons all the time. All the time. Really? Oh, God, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't and know that. I will say that actually they've gotten way better over time. Um, the last one that we watched with the kids, we had them, I had them on the, um, the Xbox back again, back when the Xbox was uh, connected as our media center. And we ripped through five seasons in no time at all. Like, we're, uh, uh, one of those rare families that actually has supper together all the time, and we sit down and we <laughs> talk, and we actually bond with our family and our kids. Um, and it's always been that way. But w- while we were watching that, it was almost every night we were watching in front of the TV so that we could watch another Justice League. Just We were hooked on it. We couldn't wait to get through. The, the storyline was so well done and so well written that it was, even though it's a cartoon, you're actually invested in the characters. It was a lot of fun. So, yeah, I could see that uh, going through. Another cartoon for three would be Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. (laughs) Have you ever actually seen it? Yeah, I've seen a couple of them. Could definitely lend itself to Lego. I mean, when you look at it, it, it's all about what they can imagine, the craziest shit they can imagine. So, you could do all of that with Legos (laughs) beautifully. It'd be great. Uh, Number two, I've got Firefly. I would just love to see Captain Mal as a Lego. <laughs> a game that will actually be released this time. Yeah. Like well, the Firefly MMO. MMO that didn't go through. You know what, though? I will say that I there was a, a tiny bit of me that was excited when I heard about that at first, and then it was like, eh, yeah, but the beauty of Firefly was those main characters. The rest of the, the that that universe kind of thing really wasn't as interesting as exciting it was those characters well in an mmo you can only have so many captain mal's yeah <laughs> not everybody can be mal or zoe so i i didn't think it would translate very well myself the the universe didn't have enough interesting looking people and enough different races and enough different things like that species that it'd be interesting it'd just be a whole bunch of people in space so it'd be like uh, Lord of the Rings, where you'd have a bunch of legless renames. Yep, yeah. Well, kind of like being a hunter in WoW. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number one, actually, and there was no doubt in my mind about this, was Mash. Just to God. have 
Hawkeye and Trapper John and then eventually BJ and Frank and everybody and just have a variety of off-the-wall kind of different quests and different things. I never really got into MASH. It really just, for me, it turned into an alarm that was letting me know that I'm up way too late because at 2 a.m. on the dot, you'd hear that theme song pop on the TV <laughs> and you're like, man, it's time to go to bed. Okay, see, you're younger generation than mine too. I mean, this when this was on, this was literally... It was a religion watching that, and even in reruns and everything, they grew <laughs> up on that show, and you really got a feel for the characters. So it's something that I think, again, kids would definitely not get it, and wouldn't be able to appreciate it at all. But adults would, I think, have the time of their lives playing that, especially if you opened it up in such a way that it was. Not necessarily like an MMO, but something where it is open to interacting with other people. Um, I mean, the Lego is kind of working towards that with their Lego universe that they're working on, which is kind of like an MMO. Um, I think that as time goes on and more and more um, IPs are being converted into MMO styles, you're going to see more things where they're opening it up for a variety of... um, of games and concepts and things like that. Even if it's not full MMO, it's at least instance MMO kind of thing, kind of like Guild Wars. Yeah. So a lot of these things, if you could open it up, well, Battlestar Galactica. I mean, (laughs) if you could start (laughs) interacting with other people, even if it's only for a brief period, and even if you don't gain anything from it in terms of of loot or, or anything like that, but just to be around other people, I think... Well, that, I think that's where gaming is going, period. Um, console systems are strong enough now, too, that they can actually support that. Well, case in point with the DC Universe that they're working on right now. I don't know if you've done a lot of reading on that. Not much, actually. The, coming out for the PS3, and it's going to be an MMO where you're going to be able to, to choose a hero. So kind of like a City of Heroes feel, but on the console, um, and with DC-style characters and whatnot, you're not oh. going to be able to be a Batman or a Superman, but they're they're going to be in the game. Um, and to the point where they're doing it so that things that you do will affect the world for everybody else so that if if you created a hero that is um, like an ice man kind of thing and you create a block of ice or you freeze a villain in a block of ice somebody else will be able to use that block of ice as a weapon to do something with <laughs> that's cool so yeah and so and then that's thanks to the power of the the systems now so a lot of these ideas kind of thing where you're talking about meshing with other people is is doable it's just how much work do they want to invest in it kind of thing well see it sounds like kind of like dark fall but um reverse though they're they're doing more things about the ai rather than interaction with the world like goblins okay say there's goblins in a cave there's only three of them if no one human goes in there and leaves them alone they're eventually going to create their own weapons start populating and start making their own little city inside that cave wow now if the humans keep keep on going in there and keep slaughtering and slaughtering them they're eventually going to migrate out of that cave to somewhere else because they keep getting killed in that cave. It's extremely neat. I mean, I can't wait to see it in action. And Yeah, but how perpetual is that going to be? Is that going to continue, or is it just going to be for, um, like, are they going to reboot back to that, having them in the cave every so often? It's supposedly supposed to be perpetual. I mean, in the same thing with the, uh, if they kill you, since it's a full looting game, they're going to go through your loot, take whatever they need, and then use your weapons against you next time you come to try to kill them. Whoa. 
Interesting. Yeah, it, should be, it should be pretty neat to see that AI. I mean, just imagine that combined with the DC Universe uh, interactive ability. I mean, you got a serious... It's Same it's a matter of time. Yeah, it's a matter of time. They're getting to the point. Well, they're they're realizing how much power is in the. I mean, there's obviously enough power in the computers, but they're realizing how much power is in the consoles that the different things they can do. They're sadly they're realizing the 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 how far the 360 can go in terms of power, but they're realizing how far the the PS3 can go and realizing they're not they're barely tapping it. So there's. Um, there's still a lot of life left in that system to to do absolutely incredible things. So, so what do you have for games? Games you'd like to see converted? Um, I'm gonna go one again because it's more fall, more fun that way. Uh, Fallout, definitely Fallout for number one. I mean, you're talking open-ended game, heads exploding, pretty yeah. much do whatever you want. Post-apocalyptic as as Legos, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, number two, World of Warcraft, obviously. I mean, dude, I've got it as two as well. <laughs> I I think I think they could basically, I think that if they joined into a partnership with Blizz to do something like that and did it in such a way that it actually is as immersive as big, yes, it'd be a hell of a project, but you'd have just as many people. Pardon me, maybe not just as many. Maybe you would because you'd have a lot more younger audience playing as well. Yeah, but I mean, you're talking about something there that a lot of people would play. Oh, definitely. Make it an MMO as well. Same thing, <laughs> even to charge to play, and to be able to create your your whether it's your armor or your your weapons or different things, change up how it's done in those regards, but have it with the quests and with the the dungeons, the different things. Oh, man, and if you toss in some old school stuff like have an Anixia one or you know a molten core quest or different things like that where the the adults can play it and go oh Jesus I remember this shit you know yeah <laughs> then, well, you'd have Blizzard topping the number one and number two spots that's the thing I, I do strongly believe that actually they pff, there's money to be made there <laughs> definitely next and up number three was Command and Conquer cool big time well specifically Red Alert right and love seeing some commie Legos running around. That'd be funny. Yeah, there's some of those in the the Indiana Jones stuff. That's pretty funny. Yeah, nice. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to laugh at it when you realize the depth of it, but it's like, oh no, no, it is funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> number four, Starcraft. Cool. Yeah, I knew uh, you put that on there. That's a given. But you I know what? Like if they did crap. like the Star or Starcraft, uh, what was it called? Um, the MMO they were going to do for Starcraft. The um, uh, damn it, Ghost. Yes. Okay. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. You got stealthing around as a little Lego guy. Um, Carmageddon. That Jeez. Was a fan, that was a fan favorite. Dude, I loved Carmageddon, number one and two. Uh, that'd be pretty interesting to see how they convert it yep. into Lego. I mean, it would work. You're driving around in the car, you hit another person, they just shatter into Lego pieces. Yep, definitely. Number, what am I at, six now? Yeah. The Thing. It was an awesome, awesome game. Well, that's a movie, not a game. It was, yeah, it was a movie to game. And I, I liked the movie, but I thought the game was much more enthralling. It was much more deep. They kind of went with the movie and ran with it a little bit more. more I never the played the game. That's well, a decent game. Yeah, way back when, though. Um, if they went a little bit more creature-wise, a lot of the mutations going on. It'd be neat to see those as Legos. Right. Something mutated to something else. 
Um, number seven would be Lord of the Rings Online. Like we said, with the like with the, what you were kind of going with what you were saying with your movie, yeah. But MMO wise, yeah. I when I first heard about the Lego Universe being an MMO, I thought, oh, this is going to be phenomenal. But as expected, it's much more. It's going to be far too young for an adult enjoy. I, at least that's my take on it. Uh, but yeah, something like that with Lord of the Rings as MMO, pff, yeah, that would be a blast. <laughs> and number eight, nine, and ten. Half-Life 2, Portal, and Team Fortress 2. Dude, I've got those as a notable other. I wanted to put them in, but it was like, oh, I, I, I'm I, kind of set on the ones I've got again. But yeah, that, I think the Half-Life series would be phenomenal. <laughs> but yeah, I think it would be more of, again, you're looking at big-time fans' favorite kind of thing where you, yeah. you're, you're remembering what the actual game was. Not as much that in and of itself would be th- thrilling as a Lego one. It, <laughs> it'd be that remembering it and comparing it and the humor behind it. But yeah, I know that. And the portal, the, although the portal, yeah, the portal definitely would work one way or another. And I was thinking the Team Fortress as well. Not that it's not comical enough in style already, but I still I think that would be pretty cool as Legos as well. <laughs> Have a first-person shooter like like Team Fortress 2 kind of thing. Oh, definitely. As Legos, that would be fun. With all the original voices, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, mine I started off with a 10 with Final Fantasy. Um, I think it would lend itself fairly well to it. Um, it would remind me a lot of the Final Fantasy on um, the DS that I played, as long as they didn't make it maddeningly frustrating. <laughs> so if they did it well, it would be good. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I think it would be fun. Um, number nine, I put Heavenly Sword because I, I have played that. That'd be pretty sweet. That would be f- just sweet. And if you look at the style of the game, that hair flowing and the weapons and the way she moved and everything like that, and that crazy ass sister, I think it'd be a blast. <laughs> uh, eight, I put Metal Gear Solid. Take your pick out of any of them and slap it in there just as yeah. a, a concept and then roll with it. It doesn't have to be the actual games translated exactly, but the, the concepts behind it, pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, seven, Tomb Raider. I, I can see that too. Yeah, definitely. Of course, you'd have to remodel the, the Legos to give them a bigger rack. Um, the uh, six, I've got Bioshock. Brand new game, but it would be I- sweet. Can't believe I had I didn't think of that one either. Yeah, Big Daddy is a Lego. Oh, oh yeah. man, that'd be sweet. I'm pretty sure there's some out there already. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, five would be any kind of Mario, kind of thing would be any any anything having to do with Mario. If you include all of that crew, the Yoshi and the and and all of those would be yeah would be fun. Um, I don't think it'd be different enough from the actual game, but it'd still be fun. Um, <laughs> Four would be Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that, you could definitely see that too. That well, would be a blast. They'd have to really make that adult, though. Oh God, yeah. It's yeah. half the fun of Grand Theft Auto is just the all the adult themes. That's everybody. right. But that being said, too, how much more fun would it be doing all of those things as a Lego game? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it would be it. it yeah, over the top, just hilarious, absolutely. <laughs> when you start picking up a Lego hooker and taking her to the docks. 
or or running somebody over who's shooting at you. Uh, pfft, yeah, any of that. And they could with a little hot coffee, right? Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> again, it would be so geared towards adults. But I think I I. I'd wager money that it actually would sell and make them quite a bit of money. Of course, oh, it, it'd be a bad image for the <laughs> for the Lego brand, but it'd be cool. Yeah. Um, three, I've got the Zelda, which I think would work very well as well. Um, there's a lot of things that they could do with that just because of everything that they've gone through with that IP in terms of different concepts and different things they've done with it. It could go far. Two was, my, uh, was World of Warcraft. Which obviously, <laughs> I mean, you, you could probably bump that up to one were it not for the fact that at number one I've got Diablo. Oh, that was, that's no surprise there. Oh, come on. The only thing better than a World of Warcraft Lego would be a Diablo or a Lego. I mean, <laughs> just to be a barbarian Lego and do your whirlwind spin, and then if you get hit, Splatter across everywhere, or the necromancer nice. Lego raising oh, yeah. Lego undeads. Oh <laughs> man, I yeah, that would be phenomenal. So that was my games one. I uh, there was a whole bunch of different ones that did not make the list that were still kind of a good idea, kind of like the Bond. I was saying Iron Man would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you said of Fallout, but Oblivion would be the same thing. Oh yeah, there. Yeah. Be very cool. Um, another one which it didn't actually fit in any category because it's not. It's not really. Yeah, there's TV shows, but it's not. It's a comic strip. Was a Peanuts universe, um, hmm. which would definitely fit in with the age group as well. So it wouldn't be yeah. taken away from that. And to have like again the the Charlie Brown, the Snoopy, and all those, and have a variety of uh, of quests and different things would still be something that could appeal to a. a very wide age group kind of thing, so that'd be cool. I was uh, when I was asking around some of the the some of my favorites that people rattled off. I got Dukes of Hazard, which <laughs> I can see some of it. The the good old boys and and the General Lee, yeah. The the A Team, uh, Miami Vice, Star Trek, of course, which I was expecting somebody would say. Um, and then some, uh, what else did I get? Destroy All Humans, Deadhead Fred, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, which were it not for the fact that I've had it with that series, yeah, yeah. it would lend itself very well, but I've had it. I've, I've just seen too much it's, of it everywhere. It's so overused. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Mummy series, which would be good, as long as they didn't include that last one, which was so bad that even though I downloaded it and didn't pay for it, I want to be recompensated for my time <laughs> that I lost. I um, want my money back. I want something to... My, my time was worth... It's two hours. Give me 20 bucks. We'll call it even. Um, <laughs> somebody mentioned Happy Gilmore, which I thought was funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's a, there's there's a lot of things definitely that you can, uh, you can do with it. But it, sadly, the thing is that it would change their their image a little bit too much for some of them. Oh, definitely. So, on that note, we should wrap her up. We're just over an hour. I would like to thank Sean for dropping by. Again, check out his stuff at visualbomb.com. Thanks for the plug. Nice. Uh, Site's coming along nice. You've been uh, pumping through a lot of work, apparently. I'm actually going to redesign it tonight. Yeah. (laughs) So, never good enough. No, it's not. You know what? I went through that. I still do. My site gets redesigned periodically. You get that itch where you got to change, change things. So yeah, it's uh, welcome to the world of graphic design. 
<laughs> well, probably by next week's show, you, the whole new design should be up there and going. And for everything else you'd like to know about me, you can go to buddhasbarandgrill.com. Everything's there. Thank you for joining us, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. All right, I need to pee so badly. I've been sitting here shaking in this chair for the past 30 minutes. Beer pig. Dude, you're supposed to bring like a cup or something with you for this. He doesn't know we're still recording. Of course, I'm not going to be able to do this next week. He'll be on to me.